Forgive me, lady, that I was the cause of your fall. Episode 145, Tipitaka, part uh, 79, in which we'll be starting a whole new section. This is a little bit of an experiment. Those watching on YouTube or archive.org might have noticed uh, there's no big microphone here. You also, if you have sharp eyes, might have noticed there's one of those little microphone pins right here. So, something new. We'll try it. We'll see if the quality suffers to a degree that we just can't do this again. Um, so, if you're seeing me, then right now, if you're hearing my voice, then the experiment was somewhat successful, at least in the margin of error where it wasn't so awful that I couldn't use the recording. But um, yeah, I don't know. I might try pinning it over here. I also charged it for all of about 15 minutes after I got it out of the package. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an experiment in a number of ways. Um, if this is your first time seeing me, do go ahead and click right here. That will take you to the beginning of the TB Taka playlist. Better to start with episode one. I mean, part one of TV Taka, work your way up to part 79. Special guest today. Now, is it Virokana or Virochana? You decide. Uh, comment below. Anyway, um, I think I've heard people say Virochana, but then someone corrected me when I said Virochana. No, 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 Virokana. He was a, a Nepali man in uh, Darjeeling, so I don't know if it varies from place to place or if there's different pronunciations please let me know um so we're starting a new section today so i'm gonna get to learn how to pronounce it and then a few episodes into it i will have it memorized so this is uh the vinaya pitaka the first of the three pitaka or baskets of um early buddhism and we are in the uh, rules section, the Sutta Vibhanga, right? The rules analysis of the Vinaya Pitaka, meaning discipline basket. And we are moving on to confession, or in Pali, something sort of like Patidesaniya. I say something like because I am certain I am not pronouncing that correctly. So this is confession one. And it says up here, these four rules, four only, okay, venerable ones, for offenses which ought to be confessed. 
come up for recitation. So that's in bracket quotes. Should we get to the reading? Um, what did you guys think of the special episode, the one-year episode? Those of you on TV Taco only don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it's episode 144 of Edward Reed's Buddhist Books podcast, which, by the way, I've shortened on the uh, RSS feed, for those of you who are nerds. Um, so it'll show up now on Spotify and Apple and so on as just Buddhist Books podcast rather than Edward Reed's quote Buddhist Books end quote podcast. And I've noticed a, uh, a marked increase in listenership since I've done that. So people are more interested in Buddhist Books podcast than they were in Edward Reeb's quote, Buddhist books, end quote, podcast. Understandably so. Understandably so. Sometimes things are obvious to me, you know, like after a few months, and I look back and go, what was I thinking back then? All right. How's the sound quality, by the way? I'm very curious about that. I will begin the reading. Confession. Pati Desania. One. By the time I have that memorized, We'll be on to another section because there's only four of these rules. <clears throat> At that time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove. See, I can move away from the desk. Isn't that fun? Sorry, getting distracted. He's in his usual hangout in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a certain nun, having walked for alms in Savati, having seen a certain monk at the time of going back, spoke thus, quote, Come, master, accept alms. End quote. Quote, Very well, sister. End quote. And he took she, at the approach of parentheses meal and parentheses hyphen time, meal time, was not able to walk for alms. She became famished. Now, those who haven't been astutely listening and taking notes uh, should um, note that alms back in those days means food, not money. They were not permitted to touch money. So she gave him his food. Her food, right? Presumably. All right. Then that nun, on the second day, three dots. On the third day, having walked for alms in Savati, having seen that monk at the time of going back, spoke thus, quote, Come, master, accept alms. End quote. I think she likes this monk, but she's a little awkward. Three dots. She became famished. <clears throat> then that nun, on the fourth day, went trembling along a carriage road. A householder, who was a merchant, coming along in a chariot the opposite way, spoke thus to the nun. Quote, get out of the way, lady, end quote. She, turning aside, fell down just there. The householder, who was a merchant, apologized to the nun, saying, quote, Forgive me, lady, that I was the cause of your fall. End quote. Quote, I, householder, 
did not fall because of you, but I am simply very weak. End quote. Quote, but why, lady, are you very weak? End quote. Then this nun told this matter to the householder, who was a merchant. The householder, who was a merchant, having taken this nun to his house, looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these reverencers accept food alms from the hand of a nun? Women obtain things with difficulty. End quote. Monks heard this householder who was a merchant, who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can this monk accept food from the hand of a nun? End quote. Is it true, as is said, that you, monk, accepted food from the hand of a nun? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. Quote, was she a relation of yours, monk, or not a relation? End quote. Quote, she was not a relation, Lord. End quote. Quote, foolish man. One who is not a relation does not know what is suitable or what is unsuitable or what is right or what is wrong for a woman who is not a relation. How can you, foolish man, accept food from the hand of a nun who is not a relation? It is not, foolish man, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses, pleased. <clears throat> Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monks should eat or partake of solid food or soft food, having accepted it with his own hand, from the hand of a nun who is not a relation, parentheses, and, close parentheses, who has entered among the houses, it should be confessed by that monk saying, quote within quotes, I have fallen, your reverences, into a blameworthy matter, unbecoming, which ought to be confessed. I confess it, end quote within quotes, End quote. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. None who is not a relation, none being in parentheses, one who is not related on the mother's side or on the father's side back through seven generations. None means one ordained by both orders. Among the houses means a carriage road, a cul-de-sac, crossroads, a house. Solid food means setting aside the five parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals and parentheses food that may be eaten and parentheses during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life. The rest means solid food. Soft food means the five parentheses kinds of closed parentheses meals, cooked rice, food made with flour, barley meal, fish, meat. If he says, quote, 
space. I just had to point out there's a space between the quote and the beginning of the sentence. I will eat, I will partake of, end quote, parentheses, and close parentheses, accepts there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense which ought to be confessed. If he thinks that she is not a relation when she is not a relation, parentheses, and close parentheses, having accepted with his own hand solid food or soft food from the hand of her who has entered among the houses, if he eats it or partakes of it, there is an offense which ought to be confessed. If he is in doubt as to whether she is not a relation, if he thinks that she is a relation when she is not a relation, three dots, offense which ought to be confessed. If he accepts for the sake of nutriment, parentheses, food that may be eaten, and parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he accepts solid food, solid food or soft food from the hand of one ordained by one, parentheses, order only, close parentheses, thinking, quote, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that she is not a relation when she is a relation, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether she is a relation, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that she is a relation when she is a relation, there is no offense. There is no offense if she is a relation. If she makes parentheses another, close parentheses, give, but does not, parentheses herself, close parentheses, give. If, having put it down nearby, she gives, if it is within a monastery, if it is in the nuns' quarters, if it is at the sleeping place of members of other sects, sects, uh, if it is on the way back, if, having taken it back from the village, she gives, if, when there is a reason, she gives, parentheses, food that may be eaten, close parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, well, there's your loophole right there, during life. And he makes use of it. If it is from a female probationer, she can go around giving her alms food to any monk she pleases, apparently. Um, or a monk can accept it, I should say. I guess the nun didn't do anything wrong here, right? A female novice, if he is mad, you're a mad monk, you can basically do whatever you want. You're still a monk. It's like the wild rule if he is the first wrongdoer. The first, meaning, no, it really is the first. Um, there's only four rules of confession. So for a couple reasons. One, since this is a bit of an experiment, do you hear that? The neighbor's dragging furniture around upstairs. Um, really doing a microphone test uh, with this one in the form of an episode. Um, and because there's only four, why not make it four episodes just for fun. I'm going to be optimistic about my longevity and uh, not, uh, you know, feel the need to compulsively read for three hours, uh, you know, every day in order to get through this all while I still am alive. Um, I'm going to, you know, take my time about it. Every couple weeks, read 20 minutes, 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, actually, that last one, and maybe talk a little, you know, how I, how I do that. Um, yeah, the Fukan Zazengi, for those of you who heard that one, it kind of, I mean, if you listen, then it, it won't come as a surprise, but um, helped helped me reconnect with kind of some roots. Uh, because back behind the years of being a yoga teacher and all that training and stuff like that, there was zazen and wanting to sit in perfect lotus position. And back behind the Buddhist books podcast, there was Dogen, right? And uh, wanting to be, you know, sharp enough, scholarly enough, to catch every reference that he was making because I appreciate his teachings and his teachings were sit, zazen. So yeah, after I did that episode, I, I uh, started to bring that back. I mean, I, I knew, but I didn't let myself think about it too hard that I was going astray from my path really because my path was uh, in silent meditation. And uh, while I was practicing yoga daily with my wife, which is a wonderful practice, wonderful thing to do, um, you know, the, the third limb of the eight limbs, the poses that are pranayama, fourth limb. Um, yeah, I wasn't really doing the seated work. Now, you know, one can debate about what is and is not dhyana. Maybe it was Dharana, am I remembering that correctly? Which is just concentration. Um, well, anyway, I won't get into the weeds here, but yeah, the point being, I, I, I sat and, and spent a fair amount of time um, sitting. And even as I described to my friend Chris, rather than scrolling on social media until I was fully in that existential ennui, which is like a, a sort of profound and French kind of boredom, um, I would only go halfway toward profound existential ennui, and then I would turn off the computer or the tablet or whatever, you know, the phone, and meditate where you saw me or watch me. Um, and it was good. You know, I recommend it. If you ever have the urge to watch me recite Buddhist books, um, Maybe don't do that. Maybe just sit for half an hour. Let the thoughts pass by. And uh, it helps to clarify things. It helps to kind of come into a sense of, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can make this change. I don't have to keep doing things the way that I'm doing them, which is, you know, not very effective. It helps to do that. I mean, that's one of the things it does also brings you a step closer to enlightenment because remember it was sitting in meditation that led lord buddha it was it six years i've been saying seven years maybe he spent the first year starving i thought he spent seven years starving then stopped starving and then i well anyway as we continue reading um we'll get the the real scoop for now don't believe anything i say when i'm not reading these books and, uh, you know, when I am, take it with a grain of salt, because he's probably written centuries. 
All right. So this has been um, episode 145 of the Buddhist Books Podcast and um, Tibitaka Part 79. The Confessions Part 1, the first confession, the first Pati Desania. Pati Desania. Pati Desania. Thank you all for going on this wild ride with me and uh i do hope that the sound quality wasn't too bad hmm? should i pin it over here instead of here is that better is it worse is it the same i'll go ahead and close uh first special thanks to viral kana for being our guest today and uh if you don't mind i i hope it doesn't come off as like disrespectful to ask this, but uh, would you please do the trick? I love that. Um, all right, so still Virokana, different statue of Virokana. Um, okay, I guess that's it. I'll go ahead and close with the usual prayer. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Sorry, I'm just enjoying not having to like lean into the microphone all the time. Oh. Until next time.